Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well today. We're in the middle of June. We want to continue our series of podcasts called Mind Fitness. Mind Fitness. We're seeking for our minds to become fit spiritually in the Lord, and that's what this series is all about. This past Sunday, we spoke about a lesson that we called True Sustenance. It was about how Jesus was tempted by the devil in the wilderness and how Jesus depended upon the Word of God as his true sustenance. And even though he was without food for 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was still strong enough to fight off the devil's attacks. It's a really tremendous and powerful passage because Jesus appeared to be malnourished in the flesh after 40 days and 40 nights of fasting, but he was actually spiritually fit and he was strong because he had made the word of God his sustenance. My wife and I were listening to a song the other day by a band called The Carpenters. And we had been talking about the lead singer, Karen Carpenter. I don't know if you know anything about her, but uh, we were speaking about Karen Carpenter and how lovely her voice was. She really had an amazing voice. Um, But then our conversation changed and we began speaking about other unknown areas of Karen Carpenter's life and how she actually passed away at a young age due to being anorexic. And it was a sad conversation as we reflected on how someone could starve themselves for the sake of appearing beautiful in their own eyes or in the eyes of the world. Is there any sadder death than the one in the name of trying to be accepted and loved by others? But as tragic as physical anorexia is, there's a much sadder starvation taking place in this world that is affecting literally billions of people. And it's spiritual anorexia. And that's what we want to talk about today on our episode of Mind Fitness. Spiritual anorexia. See, anorexia is when you starve yourself of sustenance because you believe food is the enemy to your happiness. That's what actually happens in the disease anorexia. People start seeing food as the enemy and they starve themselves to be accepted and loved and to look better. Spiritual anorexia, even though that's a term that I made up, is much the same. All over the world, people are starving themselves spiritually in the name of attaining earthly happiness. And tragically, every day, many are dying because of it. Now, I want you to picture with me today the typical American Christian and their spiritual eating patterns, okay? We're going to talk about something spiritual today, but we're going to, in our effort to get a picture of this person today, we're going to actually use a metaphor of eating food. Okay, we're going to link spiritual nourishment with physical nourishment. So food is going to represent today spiritual sustenance that comes from the Word of God. So we're going to talk about food, but we're going to be meaning the Word of God. Food is going to be a symbol for spiritual anorexia. Okay, I want you to picture the typical American person. Imagine on a Sunday, you are this typical person. Okay, you wake up on a Sunday and you have a really good breakfast. You have pancakes and eggs and bacon and toast just the way you like them cooked. It's delicious, it's a hearty breakfast, and after, afterwards you feel full and satisfied. That afternoon you feel great. You don't eat very much because you're still really full from your large breakfast. The evening comes and you begin to feel a little bit hungry, but you still remember that great breakfast you had that morning, so you're not concerned with eating anymore for the rest of the day. You go to sleep feeling pretty good that night. 
you wake up the next morning, it's Monday morning, it's the start of a busy week, and you have lots to do and lots of things to think about that day. And since you ate so well yesterday on Sunday, eating is not at the top of your list of priorities. So you focus upon all your other tasks. After getting all your work done, you come home after work and you're pooped from a long day. You could eat and you are rather hungry, but again, you ate so well yesterday that you're so tired and you don't concern yourself with making yourself any dinner for the night. You just want to kick your feet up and watch a movie. You go to bed tired and hungry. You wake up on Tuesday morning and you tell yourself that you should eat a little bit something before you get going with another busy day, so... Uh, you grab a Pop-Tart and some juice. It's a perfect meal because it takes all of 10 minutes to eat, and it's enough for now. You head out the door for another busy day after eating your Pop-Tart and drinking your juice. You completely forget about lunch because your day is so packed with stuff, and you get home that evening feeling weak and exhausted. Yes, you should eat again, but that Pop-Tart you had that morning should be enough to get you through till tomorrow. Plus, you just want to relax and watch some TV, so once again, you go to bed hungry. You wake up Wednesday morning and you take a few bites of a granola bar, but you're not concerned with eating because you're planning to make yourself a good dinner that evening after work. So you skip lunch as well. You promise yourself you're going to eat well after work, so you're not concerned with eating lunch. You get home and you're very hungry, so you make yourself a pretty good dinner that night because you're flat out starved. You must have lost some weight in the past couple days because you feel weak. And you also feel the need to eat very well that night because you're rather hungry. So you make yourself a really good dinner. And after that, after that really good dinner, you feel better. And you get a good night's sleep. You wake up on Thursday and Friday morning and those days look similar to Monday and Tuesday. You don't eat very well because you're hoping that Sunday and Wednesday's meal were enough to sustain you. You wake up on Saturday morning with every intention to eat another really good meal, but because you're so hungry... You snack in the morning, but then there's a bunch of chores to do that day, and so you get distracted by those chores, and you convince yourself that you're fine with the snacks you had that morning to get through the entire day. After all, today is Saturday, meaning tomorrow is Sunday, and you typically have a pretty good breakfast on Sunday that should bring back strength to your body. You go on this way for several weeks and months. You eat well on Sunday morning and Wednesday evenings for the most part, and sometimes you even miss those meals. And you snack a little bit on the other days. Each and every week you lose a little bit more weight and your strength windles and your health suffers. You begin to notice symptoms that you never noticed before. You feel as if you're not eating enough. But you look at all the people around you and they're eating just as well as you are, maybe even worse. So you're not concerned. If you're hungry and you're losing weight, then they must be also. And they don't seem concerned about it, so you just carry on this way for years. One day your symptoms are so severe that you decide to make an appointment with your doctor. And in that appointment, your doctor breaks the news to you that you are severely malnourished. And you may not have long to live unless you radically change your eating habits. You are shocked by this news. And you know based on that appointment that you need to change your eating habits because you want to be healthy and strong and you want to live for a long time. But once again, you look like everybody else. So after a week or two, you're right back to your old eating habits. What we've just described to you is what's happening to millions of Americans, spiritually speaking. And those are the religious ones. They're severely malnourished. They're eating well on Wednesday and Sunday and 
having a few snacks in between and they're weak and they're not doing well spiritually and they know it, but they convince themselves that they're fine because they're comparing themselves to other people in their own world and therefore they don't change because they look like everybody else. And because of this, they're in danger of dying from spiritual nourishment, excuse me, spiritual malnourishment or spiritual anorexia. See, Jesus did the opposite. Jesus ate faithfully and regularly, spiritually speaking. And when it was time to be led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, yes, he was without physical food for 40 days and 40 nights, but the Lord Jesus was fit and strong and ready for battle. And the reason was is because he was spiritually nourished. Jesus went on to live his life and to defeat the devil, not just in the wilderness, but his entire life and even on the cross because Jesus was spiritually nourished and spiritually healthy. But what about us? This podcast series is called Mind Fitness Today, and this one's not going to be very long today. It's hopefully just going to be a plea with you today, because I can only hope that using this metaphor we use today, that you would see the great need you have for spiritual sustenance. And if you need to, you will change your habits before you become spiritually malnourished or you get even weaker. You see, Jesus wants to give all of us the bread of life. He came to this earth to give us spiritual sustenance so we don't have to be weak, so we don't have to be malnourished, we don't have to be pushed over by the devil, we don't have to dwindle away and get weak and, and frail and, and, and start losing this battle in the Christian life. Jesus came to give us the bread of life so he could strengthen us, so we could be fit and grounded and strong and formidable in this Christian life. And this bread of life can satisfy us. It can satisfy us in this life. It can satisfy us for all eternity. But the only one that can change our disciplines and habits is ourselves. I can't do it for you. You can't do it for me. Jesus can't do it for us. He can only encourage us. He can only offer us the bread of life. He can only remind us how important this is. And that's what I seek to do today for everyone who's listening. I seek to encourage us all to change our spiritual eating habits. I don't know what your disciplines are like. I know what mine are like, and I know that even to some degree a pastor can be malnourished. That even I need to make the spiritual word of God more of a dependency in my life. And I'm encouraging you on pleading with you all to, to look around yourself and stop comparing yourself to the rest of America, but look at the word of God and say, how did Jesus live? How did Jesus win? How did Jesus fight so well? How did Jesus endure in this really tough Christian race? He depended upon the Word of God. And then look at your life and say, what do I need to do to have the same victory? And I understand and I believe that you'll come to the same conclusion, that you need to be spiritually sustained and fit and nourished by the Word of God. And I pray that you would be. I pray that this would encourage you today. This isn't any, anything to judge you or make you feel bad. It's simply the opposite. I pray that you understand the gravity of this, that we need to be spiritually fit and spiritually nourished. And I pray that you look at your spiritual eating habits, how much you consume the Word of God, and, and ask yourself the question, is that enough? Is that enough to be healthy and fit for the rest of my life? Or do I need to increase in my intake in the Word of God and spiritual fellowship with my church? I pray that you would. I pray that you look at your habits and possibly change those habits if you need to be. And I thank you for tuning in today. Many blessings to you.
Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.